Welcome to the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast, covering agriculture and all things related in East Carroll, Madison, Tinsall, Concordia, and Catahoula Parishes. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast. My name is Kylie Miller and today we have Dennis Burns and Mr. R.L. Frazier. Say hi. Good morning. Hello everybody. (laughs) Hey. So today... We're going to, we're just putting out a little quick podcast of what's going on and it's, you know, that time of year. So I'll let Mr. Ariel get it kicked off. I'm going to pick at you because you're the, you, you've taken up all my screen right now. So I'm looking at oh, you. Oh, <laughs> well, I knew I was big, but I didn't know I was that big that I had to fill up no, my the, screen. For everybody listening, we're recording on uh, Teams right now. And right now, uh, my Teams has got Mr. Ariel right dead center and big. So I'm, I'm looking at him. So what's going uh, on with up there in your parish, Mr. Ariel? Well, you know, it's everybody just kind of sitting here on ready. Got a little burn down going out, uh, trying to decide what they're going to plant. You talk to them one day and we're going heavy beans and no corn. And the next day it allowed to flip flop. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a toss up right now. Uh, cotton, I think, will go up. One person had even predicted a triple cotton acreage for Madison. I don't believe that. Maybe double, and 99% of that be within producers that's already growing cotton. I don't look for maybe one or two new ones, you know, to jump in uh, because of pickers. Uh, but corn and beans, I don't know. It's anybody's guess. Uh, a lot of us have been told and seen over the years that when they start planting corn in Madison Parish, as long as the ground is good, the weather is right, they don't stop. They're gonna plant till they get till they run out of seed or ground. Uh, then they'll or get you know get rained out or something. Then they'll swap over to beans, but they're not gonna do. They're gonna plant. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I would agree with that. Going on similar down here, everybody's just trying to figure out what what they want to do. Maybe try to book some corn. It's looking pretty good, and I mean mm-hmm. it's a uh, you know, trying to get it all figured out, really. Yeah, yeah, that's that's similar in Tensile. Um, our cotton acres, I figure, will go up, but I'm hearing price of, the price of fertilizer, urea has come down some. UAN hadn't come down, but um, we may see um, some corn, corn and expanded corn acres. But I think we'll see expanded cotton acres also, uh, soybeans. We've been back to back on some of these fields, soybeans, two or three years. They need to be rotated. And yeah. uh, but when we got burned down going down, I saw a plane flying this morning. It's kind of cool to put it out today. It's 33 degrees in my house this morning, so it's not going to do much till it warms up. But uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah they're they're. There's been a plane flying all week over here, so they've been they've been working on that. Um, so I guess we need to talk about, uh, different events and stuff that's coming up. Um, first thing I have on my calendar is tomorrow at the um, Northeast Research Station. Y'all have uh, a workshop, uh, I guess it's a conservation workshop is what it's titled. Um, Uh, that is, tomorrow would be the next What's tomorrow? I don't even know what tomorrow. Oh, that's, oh, that's that. Um, yeah, NRCS. 
It's with the Ag Economics Department. I kind of drew a blank. Um, with the Ag Economics Department at LSU and NRCS, and they're going to talk about conservation plans, equip programs, CSP, and that type thing. From right. You know, when you know what time it starts? 1.30 to 4.30. Okay. 1.30 to 4.30. If you come, they'll pay you $35. <laughs> so and that's always good. It's here at the station in the, in the auditorium. Um, they, uh, that's all I know about it. <laughs> well, um, I'm let me back up. Y'all had the the digital um tools conference uh on Tuesday. Do you know if any of that was going to be recorded and put out? Or, uh, I, I think it was recorded, but I'm not sure what they're going to do with it. That was out of the central region. Mm-hmm. Uh, I talked to Dr. Tara Smith, regional director. She, um, she didn't know what they were going to do at that time. Um, okay. I think they recorded. I think she said they recorded it, but they're unsure as to what uh, what they were going to do. Yep. Uh, it was uh, it was well attended. It was very uh, very good. So, uh, and they're going to perhaps continue on to it. You know, we did it for a couple of years, and we had to not do it during COVID, and brought it back. And going to be some changes made to it. I do know that. Uh, kind of try and broaden it back out some so uh, well and as usual the first week of february is going to be the Dell high livestock show um i got the schedule right here um looks like thursday is pretty much come in and weigh um let's see there'll be a breeding show and the market steers and pretty much what is it all the beef are going to show on thursday mr ariel I think that's right, except yeah, for I steers, think, maybe, and I think they'll show Friday. I got them at one, starting at one o'clock. Oh, one after, o'clock. Yeah, after okay. uh, commercial heifers. Okay. And then, um, and then Friday, it looks like we're going to do the hog show, the dairy show, and the rabbits, and and all the the broilers or or chickens that day. And then Saturday, of course, is the um, the, the awards banquet. Day. Yeah. Yeah. And then also that that week is cotton and rice, and you said that was in yeah. Jonesboro. That's in Arkansas. Jonesboro. I'm I'm actually going to the cotton and rice. Uh, <laughs> it looks like a really good program. Uh, I'm gonna go to it uh, and then come back. Yeah. It's Tuesday. It's all day Tuesday and half a day on Wednesday. So, but Jonesboro from here, it's about four and a half hours, I guess. Yeah. So it's it's a nice little drive, but it'll be all right. Yeah. Dennis, is this the first one in public in person they've had in a couple of years, or yeah. did they have one last year? No, last year was all virtual. Okay, year, I wasn't sure. The year before was in person, and it was in Memphis, I think. Yeah, the last one I went to was in Memphis, and I, I was thinking that was the last in person, and I mm-hmm. couldn't remember if it was one or two years. I think it was two years ago. It was in Memphis, and because I think that was the the ice storm came, because everything froze up. Because I left, I left it after dark at like five thirty. That because they were talking about everything was starting to freeze up, and they, Memphis was fixing to be locked in with ice, and so I left like at five thirty, five thirty six o'clock that night, and. It was slick till you got down about forty miles below Memphis, and then it was dry. You know, it hadn't hadn't got that far. 
And I heard him talking about when they were coming home, it took them like six hours to get to uh, to Cleveland, Mississippi. Wow. That it was ice the whole way. So mm. I'm proud that I loaded up my bags and, <laughs> and left. Hmm. <laughs> Well, and another thing on our calendars are the recertification meetings. Um, I know Concordia, we're going to do ours here in Vidalia at the Vidalia Conference and Convention Center. Um, like we did last year, It's I'm going to start registration at 8.30 and then the meeting will get kicked off by 9. So be there if you got, if you need recertification, be there between like 8.30 and 9. Just make sure you're there by 9. And, and uh, then we have Catahoula's, which is uh, going to be in Harrisonburg at the First Baptist Church. Um, again, it's registration from 8.30 uh, to 9. The meeting's going to start at 9. So that's that's mine. I don't know about. Mine Dennis. is, mine is uh, for Tensile is February the 7th. It's 9 to 11. Uh, it's here at the research station. Um, We'll just get here a little little early where you get registered. Uh, you know, anybody, I think I've got 20, 26, 28 people. It's not a lot. So um, we should be able to spread out and all that. And we'll get you, we'll get everybody recertified here. Mm -hmm. I'll haven't, I've been asked. I haven't scheduled a handler training yet. Um, probably do that sometime before we start planting corn. Uh, but that's usually a quick meeting and everybody, you know, just pick a day, maybe a rainy day. If it rains one day where if they can just, everybody can come and we'll get it done. I had first recertification meeting in Madison yesterday. We had about 36 to 10. I think I had 40 on the list. Uh, so pretty well attended, got them in, got them out, got them certified. I also a few years ago started doing a worker handler training in the afternoon of the same day while I had the facilities booked. Uh, had about 13 show up for that. So we're starting that process of getting them recertified and trained. I also have a uh, recertification meeting and a worker handler meeting scheduled for February the 1st at the Cotton Museum in Lake Providence. It'll be from 9 to 11 for the recertification, and then we'll come back at 1 o'clock and do the worker handler. I'm really pushing in these meetings for them to go ahead and try to get their, their employees a uh, private applicator's card. Due to the new rules and regs, you know, of handling dicamba and uh, paraquat, but we're, we're really putting a push on the to make sure they understand that and and try to get them certified, you know, get them all cards that they can. Yeah, I remember when we went to our our training a couple back in the fall that when the LDF guy spoke, he was really putting an emphasis on that WPS training that they were going to possibly be looking into that um, and checking that really hard this summer. And I know they did some around our our part of the world last summer as well. So. Make sure y'all reach out if you can't make one of those meetings and get certified. Um, and I, I'm sure there's some train the trainer meetings coming up. I just, I don't, I don't remember if any of them are on the calendar. But I haven't seen one. I haven't seen no. one either. And also, I don't have them in front of me, but there is a list of virtual 
dates for recertification. Mm-hmm. We've already had one, but I don't know. Yeah, what, well, like the 18th of January or something like that. Uh, Hang on, I can get that really quick. Um, I don't remember when it was. There's three, there were four of them. All right, all it's uh, February 15th is the next one. Um, it's going to be from 1 o'clock to 2.30. The next one is March 15th and 1 o'clock to 2.30. And then March 31st, um, 8.30 to 10 o'clock, which brings me to the point that you have to be, you have to get recertified before March 31st. That's that's mm -hmm. the cutoff. So if you miss one of these meetings or if you can't attend any of them, the virtual options are good. Um, I know I've had some people come to the office and do them on my computer here, and that's no problem. Um, I mean... Uh, the only thing I know that you have to do um, when you do that the day before, they make you do like a, I guess, a systems check to make yeah. sure you've got it figured out because it is kind of chaotic um, when it's your first time or you're logging that many people in and they have multiple people mm -hmm. having issues. So they try to get get you all figured out before the actual day of the meeting so they can just roll through the meeting really quick well, or as fast the, as they can. Internet around here is, you know, hit and miss. Mm -hmm. best, I mean. That's why I've let them come to the office because for the most part, it's pretty decent. <laughs> yeah. Ours is working today. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, Jay, oh, another thing too, uh, coming up at the end of the month, the end of February, probably usually the last week, haven't firmed out a date is the soil health field day here at Northeast Station. Uh, I asked James this morning, and he hadn't decided on a day yet, but um, that's usually the last week in February. Uh, we're talking about cover crops, no-till, soil health, a lot of things. The NRCS will be involved. Um, and we also are planning, we've planted some cover crops pretty thick, supposed to be pretty thick. They're gonna, we're going to give them good, enough time to grow, probably somewhere in mid to late March. We will, uh, we're going to have a no-till planter workshop here at the station because we've got all the attachments and our planters are set up to plant in no-till conditions. Uh, they'll plant in conventional, but they'll also plant in where it's real thick and like say planting green or planting in some terminated, we can do that. But we were going to try and get people to come by and see how our planters run, see how they're set up. And because, uh, I've had people that say, well, I can't plan into that. And a lot of it is they don't, first thing, they don't have equipment, the right equipment. And then some of them, they don't have it set right. Uh, and I talked to one a couple days ago that had, uh, he had problems. He said, I just raised them up and just went on. He said, I just, we were having all kinds of problems. So, so well, you do what you have to do. But uh, trying to show people, let people come out and look at them as we're doing it. We'll let you know about it when we set a date. Very good. I had some folks yesterday express some interest in no deal mm -hmm. at the meeting. Well, it um, it's and I think I tweeted out last night. Um, we've got some some areas here on the station we haven't done anything to since last fall, and the hen bits is good a cover crop as we're was actually in a cover crop it's in that crop rotation it's got cover crops in it and this is this is supposed to be the 
conventional, you know, that we just tail seed bed, and it's got as good a it's got as good a hen bit cover crop as it does wheat, you know. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah. You know, we've been fortunate in one way this winter we've not had a tremendous amount of rain to create erosion and soil, you know, the road deteriorations and all that. Mm -hmm. But on the other respect, <laughs> I'm a little concerned going into spring, dry as it is, you know, with no deep moisture. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, we were two weeks, was it a week and a half? Last week ago, we were running the uh, our roller groover in uh, beds that we just cut like cotton stalks. We just cut the stalks last year and some beans, where we cut beans. Just running that to kind of square up the top of the bed and cut a groove down the middles to drain, help drain the water out. And uh, we didn't disturb anything. We just knocked off a bunch of them stalks and uh, kind of flattened the top of that bed some. So I actually was doing pretty good. So, I mean, we ran it over a good many fields. <clears throat> well, that's all I have on my calendar. Um, anybody else have anything? No, uh, that's pretty much it. We pretty just much covered it. Yeah, we just a little update here, you know, mm -hmm. to kind of get everybody back up that we're still around. You know? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Uh, we took a, we took a little hiatus at Christmas time in the winter time, but uh, but we'll be coming regular. We got uh, I know you got Marcy. Matthews, our new horticulture agent. She's, I got an interview with her. I've sent it to you, and we got that coming up. Uh, I know we got uh, Jason Holmes, and he's going to be our. We're going to have a livestock podcast, I think. Uh, and we got some other ones, different people scheduled. Uh, should be a good spring mm -hmm. podcast. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> well, I think it's going to be a good spring. It's it's summer that I'm concerned with right now. <laughs> well, you know, everybody says we've had what two or three year, two or three wet years. We're bound to have a dry one. Yeah. I don't uh, know. We always said we always made better yields on the on the drier yields because you know with irrigated ground you can you yeah. can control the water. So. Well, that's true. Um, but I mean, yeah, we want to rain. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Every year, that every, day off, you know. <laughs> every year is different, and uh, oh, one other thing important we forgot. Uh, I just remembered it, Kylie. Um, there's a grain bin workshop. There's uh, three yeah. grain bin safety workshops coming up. I don't know the dates on them. Um, I'll pull that up real quick. Let's see. There's one. In, I know there's one in Vidalia. Mm-hmm. It's at the. Uh, I think it's at Bungie or whatever Bungie is now. Mm-hmm. Consolidated uh, grain. All right, let's see. All right, we have the first one is in Oak Grove, um, and it's going to be February the 8th. Um, February 9th is the one in Vidalia, and February 10th is going to be in Winsboro. Okay. And mo they're all during the middle of the day, aren't they? They are. It looks like. Um, well, the one Tuesday, February the 8th, says 5.30 p.m. in Oak okay. Grove. Yeah. And uh, Vidalia's is at 9 a.m. And then February 10th, when in Winsboro, is at 5.30 okay. p.m. So, 
I knew the one in Vidalia was. I was thinking they were all at during the day, but yeah. And I've been to these. These are really these are really good and educational and something to think about if you're working with grain bins. And um, uh, if you if you want to, I think it looks like you need to register. So call your local Farm Bureau office to register, and uh, I'm sure mm-hmm. they'd love to have you. Yeah, it's good information. And, mm-hmm. and working around grain, we hear somebody every year somewhere around the, you know, around the country that have a cave in and they suffocate so it's yep. it is a it's it's a it's pretty educational and it can happen it can happen so yeah uh, all right well um i guess that's all we have and uh we thank you for joining us and listening to us today and stay tuned next week for something else all right see y'all later. The Louisiana Delta Crop Podcast is produced by the LSU Ag Center Extension Service. For more information, visit the LSUAgCenter.com or contact your local Extension office.